Okay, we are live. At least I think we're live. I always do this every single time. Every time. I wait for a notification on my phone. That's that's which it. hasn't come up yet. Oh, there it is. There is the oh, notification. Yep. I have the notification. So we are live for another Tech Tuesday. And according to my computer today, I am going to see a multi-stream for chat. So I should be able to see you, everybody chatting in all of the places. So as always, we are going to be covering off some of the latest news in tech and gaming. If you've got any questions, fire them across in the comments because Liam has confessed he doesn't like talking to me. He finds it quite boring and... I mean, I confessed that years ago. He did. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if anyone else wants to jump in for a chat, you know, by all means, fire us over some stuff in the comments. Any questions you've got, anything you've seen in the news recently you'd like us to talk about, or just how's your day going? Uh, do you have snow where you are, Liam? No. Do you, do you know where you are? No, I don't. <laughs> you ask like you didn't know where I live. <laughs> like, we're just... not borderline neighbours. Yeah, but even then, there's been loads of people... Oh, the chat did come through. Well done. Um, even then, the amount of people who have been like literally just down the road have got snow. It's like, I think Chris oh, had yeah. snow the other day, and I don't have snow. And he's really? just... Yeah, and he's yeah. like the same sort of distance wow. away as you are. That's annoying. It, it was pure white uh, when I woke up the other day. Like, yeah. not, not snow, just like frost, but... Um... There's loads of pictures of my family back in Northumberland where it's lovely snow. Oh. I'm just here, there's like frost. Yeah. Hi, Ryan. Welcome to the show. Have you got snow where you are? Um, but yeah, everyone seems to have snow apart from It seems to be this Even area. London. Even London. I know. It's Why outrageous. It it's absolutely outrageous. So let's know in the comments, everyone. Do you have snow where you are? And if you could send some our way, that'd be nice because I really want to build I a snowman. I love yeah. the snow. Yeah, it's. I yeah, and Logan really wants to play in the snow, and yeah. at the moment he blames uh, the C word for everything, um, and he currently says the bad, the bad virus took his snow. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, no! Don't worry. <laughs> right, I mean, some of us could say that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's <laughs> let's pull up the nose. Let's nose notes and uh, <laughs> get get cracking yeah, with look. some tech and gaming news do you want to go first with oh this was one that i came up with so yeah i i like this one this is talk about a way to undo a lot of goodwill by microsoft so microsoft have been having a i guess they had a really stellar year last year they did some really good yeah, things really good. you know got we're a lot of people yeah a lot of people were kind of fanboying over them and then last week they've increased the price of xbox live but not by a little bit by Double, like a huge, huge amount, and as you can imagine, everybody went mental because it went from like sixty dollars a year to one hundred twenty dollars a year, and then I think it was yesterday Microsoft reversed this yeah. crazy little decision of theirs and basically said, you know what, we're, we're really sorry, we messed up, um, you know, we didn't get this right at all, we didn't read our audience, and uh, we're going to undo it. But even better than that, we're also going to make free-to-play games for, uh, like Fortnite, for example, you're going to be able to play those without having to subscribe to Xbox Live. It's just like... What, uh, I mean, I don't know how much of this is like Microsoft going, we'll do something outrageous yeah. and reverse it so we look really good. Mm -hmm. But like, to double it was mental. And when you first told me, I thought you meant Game Pass. I yeah. was like, you know what, you get a lot of free games so that's mm -hmm. fair, but... No, this was just to play online. <laughs> yeah, just to play with your friends. That's, oh, yeah, that's absolutely crazy. So they've went very play PlayStation now, I guess, because PlayStation mm -hmm. Plus is what 
45 pound for the year yeah i could be wrong someone correct us and you get like free games every month but mm-hmm. you but it's impressive they've made it online for free online games free to play that'll, that'll be a massive boost for them yeah absolutely but everybody else does it so they kind of had don't they yeah the playstation, PlayStation and nintendo do it now oh i thought you needed yeah. No, as far as I'm aware, that was one of, the big, one of the big things that was in the news when they increased the price was they're literally the last company that are holding out on that. So, oh, okay. it, it, again, it really tarred them with a bad brush. And I get wanting to increase it. You know, prices, unfortunately, for everything, increase over time. And you do get a lot. They've got the infrastructure. They've got servers and all of this that they've got to manage. But doubling the price is just ludicrous, and especially in the time when we're... Yeah, they went... People have just committed to new consoles if they can get their hands on them, so that would be an absolute kick in the teeth. Oh, great, I've just bought this new console and it's going to cost me X amount in the future and and everyone's locked in and people are running out of money, but Microsoft come along and go, boom, price hike. Yeah. So good on I mean, them for reversing it. Yeah. It does seem like a bit of a publicity stunt, to be honest. Definitely, 100%. No news is bad news. You wouldn't turn around that quick. <laughs> no, I feel like, I mean... They probably increased it as a like, oh, oh yeah. Can we do this? Can we get away with it? Yeah, because more people are probably playing now more than ever. But they were prepared mm-hmm. to be like, oh no, we've changed our minds. <laughs> yeah, and, and it came on the back of like, oh, they obviously they did their earnings calls and things. It's like, oh yes, we've had record earnings and our profits are right up there, and this is amazing. So it's not even as though they're like, you know what, we've had good earnings, but unfortunately, Xbox Live is costing us a lot of money because this. Because like, yay, we're rolling in the money, and now we would like some more, please. So it just yeah left a bad taste yeah. in everybody's <clears throat> mouth. So, you know, let us know in the comments what your thoughts on that. Were you frustrated when you saw that they increased it? Do you think it was all thought out? Is it a bit of a publicity stunt? It, it, it could be a shock if you read it now and not read the second bit. Because <laughs> yeah. it's been reversed, you should be like... They've, they've doubled it. Yeah. I'm going to afford that. And they just skipped the like, second part because it's happened so quickly. <laughs> yeah, I suppose oh. that's it. Yeah, actually, it did happen in such a quick turnaround that literally I added to the notes that it had doubled in price. And yeah. as soon as I closed it, and a notification came up on my screen like, oh, it's, uh, they reversed it. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty pretty quick succession. So, next one is for you, Liam. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, Valve. Capcom and Bethesda got fined $9.5 million for geo-blocking mm. PC games. Um, so I was a bit unsure what this was, so I had a quick look. And basically, you can change, if you had a VPN or something, mm. you can change where you buy games from. So if it's cheaper in Germany, you could put your VPN to Germany, buy it. But then Valve blocked it, and I didn't realise that. And then, So if you bought it, you just wouldn't have been able to play it. Yep. Um, but they've been fined $9.5 million, and they've reversed it. Now, but Valve have been very uh, blasé about the whole thing. Yeah, so all the other companies complied and worked with the EU. So just to be clear, this was a fine put in place by the EU. Um, And Bethesda basically turned around and said, no, not Bethesda, Uh, Valve have turned around and said, "Uh, no, we don't agree with you. We're not playing ball. Um, You can go get sodded. And I completely agree with them on this. I don't know what your stance is. Well, I don't, I, I don't know what the EU is now. <laughs> we did, yeah, we left. We left. Yeah, so. So I, I don't know how that affects us, but I think I think if you buy a game, you should be able to play a game. It doesn't matter where where you got it from. Your problem is that the only alternative to stop 
losing money on games now is for these companies to increase it to the highest cost. And the reason why they never blocked, the reason why they blocked you blocking and all of this in the first place was that if you are in a lower income area or a lower income country within the EU, that game would be priced appropriately for the average yeah. income there. So those okay. low earning countries would still be able to enjoy gaming. But what was happening was the higher income countries, the people there were buying from that. So using VPNs, buying them from places like CD keys, buying those games, activating them, and obviously they're getting them an absolute steal or a fraction of the cost. So that's why geoblocking came into play. Okay, that, that makes more sense. But mm. I, I feel like if someone's going to go to the levels of using a VPN to change a country to a really cheap one, buy it. Yep. If you're going to geoblock it, the next thing they're going to do is just pirate it. I feel like it's cutting your nose off to spite your face. Potentially, but it's more for the likes of CD keys and stuff like that. Yeah. Because obviously they'll buy them from those cheaper countries to sell them off elsewhere. And yeah, I, I just think the risk that you've got is that it alienates the lower income countries because yeah. obviously all Valve has to do now is go, right, okay, then for the EU, we're going to charge 60 euros. That's going to be the price. And there's going to be a lot of places that just can't afford it. To be honest, I never thought about full price games. I only thought about when games were on offer. That's uh, where okay. my mind went yeah. straight away. Like, oh, they produced this one like a little bit more. I said, oh, that makes sense. But yeah, what you said about the full price games, mm -hmm. I get that. As you say, yeah, it's tricky. And at the end of the day, I get it. If there was something that was being done to rinse a certain type of customer, yeah, that needs to be stopped. But it's for the consumers ultimately to vote with their wallets. And if they were sat there saying, "Well, this is wrong," I, you know, I'm not going to buy it from Valve because they won't let me buy it at a cheaper price. Then fine, do that. But for the EU to step in and force this, I just think it it's interesting. So yeah. yeah. Let us know your thoughts in the comments yet again. Is it something that, what side of the fence do you sit on with this? I completely get that you want to have, I guess, an equal playing field for everybody. That's what the EU's kind of trying to go for with this. No one, you should be able to buy it wherever in the EU. But at the same time, it just it doesn't necessarily work in principle with digital products like this. Will, do you know, <laughs> bit of a big question, probably too big for us. Will this affect us at all because of Brexit? Uh, no. No. There we go. Because no. yeah, we sit outside of that, so we'd have our own pricing. Fair. Yeah, and the same with that EU has its own digital tax, whereas we wouldn't necessarily have that. We've got our own laws oh, okay. and stuff in place. So, no, we, we would sit outside of that, but who knows? We'll... Would it have affected it pre-Brexit? Yes. No, okay. Yeah. Cool, so moving on. Uh, so there is a rumour floating around at the moment that Tencent is attempting to raise money to buy one of the big name companies, so either EA, Take-Two, or another one of the big names. And in recent years, I guess, Tencent has been buying up game publishers, so Western game publishers. Now, for those of you who are unaware of who Tencent are, they are a very big Chinese sort of gaming company and going very, very heavy on buying up Western gaming companies at the moment. So I think they bought the, the developers of Warframe. Yep. Yep. Um, the developers of Don't Starve, they've recently just acquired as well. 
Okay, so they're yeah. just buying out all these big yes. Western. So they're buying small, out. getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, that's it, and buying them. And they bought out, obviously, a lot of mobile gaming places as well. There's, there's a lot of things that they've bought. I can't remember them all off the top of my head, but they are being very aggressive in that sort of attempt. And with their sights set on something like EA, I would imagine it would be a very hostile takeover. So that would be... I saw it's like $2.8 billion. Mm. Billion. That's such that's so expensive. Yeah, well you think what then, Microsoft paid for Bethesda? I don't remember how much. I, I can't remember if it was in the billions <laughs> again and that's crazy. Mm. So if do that's Tencent do PUBG. E... If you don't know, don't <laughs> <laughs> oh. you can look, look it up. up. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. But yeah, it, it's an interesting dilemma where you've got a company like that that is suddenly just buying up so many different companies, especially if they're not ultimately for sale, like EA, for example. And then mm. they they have this hostile takeover where they buy off enough shares and then basically end up owning the company. But mm, yeah. It could be one of those things where they just buy so many mm. and almost become a monopoly. And then what, what they do will we'll just land because the smaller companies won't be able to compete with that so yep. they'll have to almost copy it and it'll be I, I don't like the idea of what one company owning lots of games mm-hmm. because I think it just interfe- interferes with yes. individuality of games absolutely and I think on that topic as well I don't like the idea of a Chinese company like that owning a big monopoly of Fortnite. games a Fortnite PUBG yeah, um, and they have quite a big stake in. Do they have a big stake in in Fortnite in Epic? Um, it's not. I'm on Wikipedia, <laughs> so it's not telling me loads. Monster Hunter, Need for Speed. Yes, of course they recently did um, one of the they've mobile games. Yeah, 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 they've done a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff already. So it's not as though they're just a, a massive company that's never been in with gaming before. So at least they have some gaming pedigree. It's just it's the fear that, like you said there, you'll start seeing censorship. You'll start seeing individuality of games get pulled away. And, you know, what? fingers crossed, it's just a rumour. And it stays that way. But I guess we shall see. So, again, let us know your thoughts on that one. Would you prefer, prefer they bought EA or Take-Two? Uh, Take-Two, I think, of the parent company of, like, Rockstar. They are, like, yes, yeah. The biggest Wh- one they do, the Grand Theft Auto and all that. Which seems mad. I couldn't see, like, a Chinese company having something like Rockstar. But do you think if they buy it, they'll, they will interfere? I, I mean, I imagine they will at a certain point. You would imagine so, and... Like with the takeover of um, developers of Don't Starve, they basically said, you know what, we have obviously majority share and blah, 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 but we won't be getting in the way of creativity and the vision and they've still got creative control. And it's like, yeah, but they've only got creative control until suddenly the owner of the company turns around and goes, nope, no, whoa, you can't put that out. That doesn't doesn't sit well with us and it's going to get us in trouble. So, yes, there'd always be things behind the scenes. There's bound to be. Scary, scary. Yeah, watch this space. I guess it's almost like Disney. Well, owning the world. Yeah. Like, buying up all the media. Yeah. True until owners don't like what they've done. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, on the comments over from Twitch, see, we have one there saying about, you know, true until owners don't like what they have done. 
mm-hmm. and that's it. They'll if one is profitable and it's going well, that's fantastic. But the moment the owners of that company start to get a bit of grief from back home, yeah. I mean, it's a scary thing as well. Is most of their games have battle battle passes from what I've just looked mm. at. So I mean, it's because they're very big in yeah, very big in mobile gaming. That's why. So that's yeah. that's always going to be a thing. But yeah, like Disney, obviously buying up all of this. They bought Star Wars. They bought up basically everything Marvel, and it's just it's absolutely crazy when one company starts to get their fingers in all of the pies and they control all the media. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> scary, scary times. Uh, so yeah moving on to something a little bit actually this is still terrifying still scary uh, yeah still scary Res- resident resident evil resident, resident evil uh, resident evil village was showcased i'm very excited for this i'm not going to play can, it i can tell you why <laughs> <laughs> i i love resident evil it's one of my absolute favorite franchises but i can't really play it anymore everybody's watching me game on these things i don't know why but as i've gotten older i i just can't handle scary games i don't know what it is but yeah i'm really excited for resident evil village it looks really good really interesting um liam has started playing resident evil 7 again and anybody who's been following our streams you never played it before this is the first time i've played it so it's genuinely terrifying i hate it absolutely just I got about an hour ahead of where you are, and that's when I stopped. <laughs> it, it, it's amazing. I'm really, I'm, I'm, I've never felt this feeling before. I hate it, but I love it. <laughs> I hate the constant fear of fear. Mm. I'm just scared all the time of what's going to happen, and then you, get, you like it off, you yeah. throw it back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely horrible game. So I, I'm excited about this one now. Yep. Um, I, I wasn't until I played the game, but this guy announced then all the Resident Evil games got reduced, and that's mm-hmm. when I found out how much Sean actually liked it, because on Steam, you own everyone. <laughs> so I do, one. yes. Yep. Sean, Sean, Sean. Sean. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. It mm-hmm. looks like it'll be a really good game. And the graphics for, what, 2017? Really good graphics. Yeah. For, for that old of a game. Yeah, so it's very exciting. It comes out in April, so Resident Evil 8 Village is coming out in April. There is a demo available at the moment if you own a PlayStation 5. So for the two people out there who own one, yeah. <laughs> let us know how it is. Um, yeah, really excited. But then on the flip side of this, they also announced another multiplayer Resident Evil because Capcom, Capcom really have this fascination. They want to be in the multiplayer space. So they announced Resident Evilverse or REverse, and it looks awful, like absolutely awful. I watched the trailer for it, and it's just like, it's perhaps the worst thing I've ever how seen. It could be good. Like, I've not watched a trailer for it, but like <sighs> the best thing about Resident Evil is but almost isolation of the mm. whole thing. So what what was the trailer like? It's like a death match. It's basically you can be all the oh. different characters from the games and oh, it's no. a, Yeah, it's a big death match. And so with Resident Evil three remake, they brought out um what was it called? Resident Evil Mastermind. I remember one. seeing it. Yeah, it, I own it because I got Resident Evil Three, and it again it seemed to be all right, but didn't really get that much support. And it just pits some players against a mastermind who drops all these things in there. This time around, they are going for this uh, deathmatch type thing. It looks absolutely awful. The graphics look awful. The way it plays looks awful. Just everything about it looks awful. Before the one that came out with Resident Evil Three, they had an interesting concept where it was like 5v5 and you could use zombies as traps and stuff like that but again it was meant to have been pretty awful 
I don't understand. Good. Just, if no. they're going to do it, you know, if anyone ever watches this from Capcom, which no one ever is going to, um, it, just give us maybe a co-op game or something like that. Yeah, that's what you want. It's like, like, and I know we've had that, obviously, like Resident Evil 5 had co-op play, Resident Evil Resistance, you can do co-op in that as well, and Resident Evil 6, I believe, had it. So some fun things like that, that's great. And then throw a mercenaries mode on the end of it, it just... Leave it at that. Stop trying to go for competitive multiplayer and all these weird things. No one wants I don't it. Think it can, no, I don't think it'll just ever take off, will it? No, exactly. Like, and the worst thing that they do is they tack these onto the game. So, like with Resident Evil 3, they also tacked on the multiplayer mode. And ultimately, Resident Evil 3 was a very short game and it had a lot of what seemed to be cut, cut, cut content. And it, it sours the experience of the multiplayer right from the word go because everyone just sits and goes, well... Why couldn't you just divested all of those resources into the actual game? <clears throat> so yeah, stop just it. Kind of, maybe they'll get bought out by Tencent. Oh no. Oh no. And whilst we're on the subject of Resident Evil, so Resident Evil 4 is also being remade at the moment, according to all the rumours and the leaks. And something that has come out of that is there has been a big disagreement with the development team and the development team that are apparently working on the Resident Evil 4 remake are the same development team who were working on the Resident Evil 3 remake. And they've now been pulled on this, so they're no longer basically working on Resident Evil 4 remake due to um, directorial and differences of a vision. And basically what was happening is the team that were working on the Resident Evil 4 remake were being too faithful to Resident Evil 4. No, basically, obviously they had a lot of criticism from Resident Evil 3. A lot of people didn't like it because they cut a lot of content. It wasn't as true to the original as what people wanted. So they learned from that and they went, okay, well, we'll make Resident Evil 4 and we'll remake it. And we'll remake it pretty much scene for scene. And obviously the leadership at Capcom went, no, 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 no. You need to mix it up a bit. And there's big disagreements. So they've been removed from it. So the team who worked on Remake 2 are now working on Remake 4. So... Some good things there that Remake 2 was very well received. Um, <clears throat> interesting to see what ends up then being cut and changed because also Resident Evil 4 Remake straight away we know it's pretty much going to be different to the original. But that's a shame because Resident Evil 4 is the only Resident Evil finish I've finished. So it's the only Resident Evil finish you've finished. Resident Evil 4 I finished? I'm, pro I'm pretty sure I said 4. Listen back. You said Resident Evil 4 is the only Resident Evil finish I finished. Game. Maybe I did say that. Yeah. It's the only game I finished. <laughs> Resident Evil game I finished. Yeah. Uh, and I loved it. I think I just like the Eiffel management. Boring like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I did enjoy 2. But, like, it, it, again, it's kind of like head office getting involved in when they shouldn't be. Like, mm -hmm. like game, just let the game developers develop the games. Don't... Yeah. Don't... Stick your noses in your big bean counters. Is that right? Yeah, and we'll go with that. We'll go with that. But yeah, no, that, that, that's true. And yeah, I don't know what they're going to change. And I don't mind them necessarily changing some things because certain gameplay mechanics, I'm happy for them to change certain bits just to speed up the game. Like, it's almost pure partner mission, wasn't it? Mm, exactly. I'm like, one of the two people in the world who really enjoyed Resident Evil 3 Remake. Like, I just felt it flowed really nicely. It was annoying that they cut some of the stuff and it was far too short, but I felt that it flowed nicely. And apart from the Nemesis being weird, 
Chris loves bean counting. Yeah, fair enough. Everyone loves a bit of bean counting. Um, yeah, so I really enjoyed Resident Evil 3. So if they do something similar with the pacing of Resident Evil 4, but don't cut the content, I'd be happy with that. What gets me at the moment with it is, obviously, they're trying to change direction of Resident Evil in terms of the franchise overall. And that kind of needs to happen because we get to Resident Evil 4, and then after that, we jump into absolute crazy storytelling that veers away from any sense of normality completely but they remade resident evil 2 3 and now they're going to remake resident evil 4 and trying to fit them all into this new i guess streamlined storyline and adding in their own unique modern day bits but they never really remade resident evil 1 and obviously they did remake it but they didn't remake it the same way they've done with 2 and 3 and soon to be 4 I don't even remember a remake of one, to be honest. Yeah, um, it was a while back now. It must be coming up to about 10 years. I suppose they're probably just trying to make a new canon. But that's, that's what I mean. They make like, a, re- a new canon from Resident Evil 2. And that's fine, yeah. make a new canon, because they need to sort out some of the crap and junk that's built up over time. But it just seems mad that start with one. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe they just don't like one. Maybe. Bean counters sticking their noses in That's the it, then. Nah, we, we don't like one. We don't. One too. Okay, yeah. We don't like the bean counters. Okay, we'll move on from Resident Evil. But let's leave thoughts. Are you worried about the direction of 4 and the stuff that's come out so far? I guess we'll just have to wait and see. So, uh, you are the yeah. next one. So, this is to talk about Sean's favourite game of this year, or last year. Cyberpunk 2077 has had a massive update to fix all the bugs and stuff and make it run a bit smooth on a the last-gen consoles and a bit better on PC and everything. But, <laughs> you know, Cyberpunk being Cyberpunk recently, they've added a game-breaking bug where you just can't continue in the main storyline. They have added a way to fix it, so the bugs off with someone calls you, and then they just don't talk. And then you can't do anything else mission-wise, that's the bug. So you're just kind of stuck walking around in this, let's face it, pretty bland world. Mm-hmm. And then, but Cyberpunk came out and said, a way to fix it. It's just to load a previous save, but don't talk to it. <laughs> but okay. This is part of the main storyline. So let's see how, nice. how Cyberpunk deals with that. But yeah, it's, I, I thought it's funny. I thought, I thought that would tickle your funny bone. Yeah, it, it is amusing. And uh, it, a lot of people are complaining that this patch didn't do a massive amount, but there were so many things in the back end and so many bits of code and in terms of like memory management and everything that they had to fix, which you, a lot of it has been addressed. Yeah. And this, like, this, so we talked about um, if your save file got too big, it would just yes. be corrupt. They fixed mm-hmm. that. So they have fixed a lot. But... Mm-hmm. And it lays the groundwork for yeah. the next ones. But yeah, yeah. It's, still, it's an early access game at the end of the day. And in early access games, when they update, they have game-breaking bugs. So you know what? If you haven't bought it yet, don't. Wait until it gets yeah, fixed and then go from there. Uh, Once it's fully fixed, it'll be on sale as well. More, more oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know what? Wait for the finished experience. That's, that's all we'd say at this stage. Uh, yeah. Next one. Oh, this one. This one will tickle Chris's bones out there if he's watching still. Tickle uh, his bones. Tickle his bones. So, oh, Knights wow. of the Old Republic Three is reportedly in. Reportedly, reportedly, I can't say that today. I've lost English. Uh, so, Nice of the Old Republic Three is in development outside of EA. Yeah, so this continues from our, our last week's talk about mm. Disney. You got Disney in my head about how EA aren't the only people who can make um, Star Wars games now. Mm. So it's literally just a rumor right now. Um, have I played the Old Republic? 
No, we've had this had this conversation, haven't we? That you've not played them. Oh, okay. What one are we, are we playing? We're playing the Old Republic, which is the MMO version of Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, okay. But mm. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for this. Kind of, I think a modern day Star mm. Wars RPG would be good. I'm just excited. It, I'll be interested to see who is developing it because it seems odd that it doesn't sit with EA and Bioware. Yeah, who was it? It's all rumours now, anyway. Yeah, it's all rumours. Yeah. It might not even be the case, but there's apparently a lot of strong evidence that it is happening and this is being developed at the moment. There were rumours back in 2019 that uh, Knights of the Old Republic movie was in development as well, so it really wouldn't surprise me if Disney are looking at, obviously exploring that time era yeah. to bring in a movie at the same time as the game regardless of how well it performs a lot of people are going to like it or not necessarily like it a lot of people <clears throat> will buy it because yeah. it's, it's that Darth Maul era no what era is it no it's, it's like thousands of years before oh okay oh. so like just with the Jedi or just <laughs> like in public like that, they, they were in public in Darth Maul's era don't know enough about Star Wars. You don't. Uh, let's, let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Chris says, interesting. I thought you'd like that one. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited for it. I don't really care who's developing it. I just want to see a new take on that. And I guess we'll see. We'll have to wait and see what yeah. happens. So uh, moving on, this, this one was from you because I have, I have no idea what it means. Yeah, so there's been another rumour. So this is rumour section, effectively. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Rumour that Fallout New Vegas 2 is getting made. So New Vegas was one of the best Fallouts I think there was. Mm -hmm. So dialogue, open choice, and all, all that stuff. What I'm worried about is the people who made New Vegas made The Outer Worlds. Yes. That, that recent game, which was just a bit rubbish. <laughs> it's just really, it's too try-hard for my liking. Mm -hmm. Too much talking, and it wasn't intelligent enough talking or funny enough. It was just a bit... Bit rubbish. I'm slightly concerned about that. What is important about this leak is it's the guy who also leaked that they were making a Half-Life prequel. So again, it's quite reliable mm -hmm. sourcing. Okay. Um, but I think another a good Fallout because Fallout Four was a bit pish as well. Yeah. I, uh, to be fair, I've never really got into any of the Fallout games. I've always tried, but Fallout Four just you know <laughs> something really lacking. Three and New Vegas were really good. Mm. New, New Vegas was the best. The ending of three was absolutely awful, so they changed it in DLC. Yeah, uh, which says a lot. But for a second New Vegas to be to come out, I, I think it's going to be like a really good game. Hopefully, it'll probably be a day one purchase for me. Yeah, and there were a lot of people talking about this when obviously Microsoft bought Bethesda because Microsoft mm. owned the studio behind The Outer Worlds. It's not Bethesda, though, is it? Who? The New Vegas is in Bethesda. Bethesda, oh, yeah, no, but Bethesda owned the rights to Fallout. Oh, okay. So, and obviously they outsourced that to Obsidian back in the day, and now, yeah. obviously Microsoft own Obsidian. They also own Bethesda, so they've reunited those two. Ah, I get you. I get so a lot wrong. of people were talking about that when that happens. So yeah, it makes a lot of sense that that would would take place because I think a lot of people have been asking for it. Yeah, 100%. Oh, oh God. Liam doesn't get I, passionate. And I've asked about it. Okay. So, you know, That's all that matters. Wrong. <laughs> Liam yeah. has asked for it. So, 
Nick, okay, this is you again. Look at this. Liam has been writing notes for this this time. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. What, what's important about this, guys, is this is from Newegg, and I think me and Sean can get a sponsor from Newegg because look at us. We're eggs. Mm, Sean's empty totally. over there. Yep. I'm, I'm a bit of a moldy egg right now, mm. let's face it. But basically, something very close to my heart, and I don't have it, graphics cards. So, heart or graphics cards? Okay, okay. Um, so Newegg have released a lottery system to get a new graphics card. So to stop scalpers from getting them all, you mm-hmm. can opt in to get a lottery ticket. Um, you don't pay for it. You just like sign up for it. Okay. And then if you, if you win, you have a two-hour window to buy the uh... graphics card. Um, which, and look at Newegg implementing that in your basket now. When they, why didn't they do that when the 3060 Ti came out? <laughs> <laughs> I remember Tried that. to buy a 3060 Ti and then got in my basket and then it was sold out. So I think it's a really good idea. It's, yeah. it's not perfect, obviously, um, mm. but how can you stop scalpers, really? like they'll, they'll keep finding a new way. So it is a good way of getting, of letting normal people get um, graphics cards, really. So I'm quite excited about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the more that can be done to, to combat scalpers, the better. Because it's just absolutely insane. I suppose the only thing mm. really that can be done to really combat scalpers is people stop buying them for the crazy prices <laughs> they yeah. go up for. But you know, people are just going to be tempted. So that's, uh, yeah. Interesting yeah. idea. Nice. Yeah, we'll see if it gets implemented. Mm. Fingers crossed it works. So next one. This one, it just annoys me so much. And I just want to slap some marketing departments. Like full-blown, just push them over and take... Uh, tools away from them so they can't make any more marketing because so basically Microsoft are pulling a Samsung and mocking Apple in adverts at the moment so if you've watched any of our videos over the past couple of weeks we always have a good chuckle because Samsung always mocks Apple for something that they do and then in the next iteration of their hardware Samsung does exactly the same thing and then removes all their adverts it's like oh we didn't need to do that (laughs) And now Microsoft arguing it begins about, oh, look at the new M1 Max. Have you seen our Surface? And it's hilarious if you watch the adverts because the two, one of them is a comparison of price and they compare like the absolute lowest end Microsoft Surface that you can possibly get to one of the higher end MacBook M1s. You're just thinking, what, are you, what are you trying to prove? It's stupid. People who are going to buy a Surface and Windows are going to buy a Surface and Windows. People who are going to yeah. buy an M1 Mac gonna buy an m1 mac the only thing that happens is you come off as a petty and childish you know it is it's definitely petty and childish and what annoys me is there'll be people out there who who watch that microsoft advert and go <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's like one of the things they talk about is there's a detachable keyboard hmm. even, let's just use it if you buy, like you said, if you're gonna M1 Mac, you're gonna M1 Mac. Yeah. If you're gonna Surface Pro, you're gonna it because you want it as a tablet and as a as a laptop. So it is. It's just you said it best, petty and I forgot what you said. Petty, petty and childish. Mission. It's just it's oh. stupid. Like you hit the nail on the head there. There will be so many people out there saying, "Oh, look how good Microsoft are, bad Apple are." Yeah. And, and where does it stop? And then Apple then retaliates, and they won't because this Apple don't need to. Yeah, exactly. They know that this doesn't actually affect them. But, you know, they can sit and go, well, our iPad comes with a detachable keyboard. Battery yeah. life lasts this long. You think, for God's sake, they all have their advantages. Use whatever hardware makes you happy. Use whatever company makes you happy. But this is... Just, ah. 
drives me mad. That is it, yeah. It, it, it what would be makes nice if we ended happy. on that. It would yeah. be, but we're not. We're not. We have... Uh, what makes you happy. <laughs> a little bit more. So, next one. This one, this is odd. I think it's it's really odd. So, Apple Fitness Plus. Apple Fitness Plus is here. And you can subscribe to it now, and you can get fit at home using your Apple kit. But Apple have decided, you know what, they're going to up the stakes, and they're bringing in some new content for all you walkers out there. So... There's now a new walking story mode, and basically, you can start up a walk, and it's going to give you a story. Um, and do, you know, do you know what type of stories? They just can be like like inspirational stories. So there's some pretty big names in there, and I've forgotten them all. Um, yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. So sorry about that. But basically, yeah, there's these relatively big celebrities who will be giving you a bit of an inspirational story. And as the as you go for your walk on your Apple Watch, you'll get pictures pop up to show you and really oh, get you into get you into the mode of what that person you know if they were telling a story about when they were by the lake and there was a fish. And it, you know, it all pops up on there and stuff like that. So uh, you're just the M1. Like, oh yeah, this is nice. Yeah, this is this is beautiful. But th there seems to be you know a lot of complaints already about this. Um, and the first one being that you have to have obviously Apple Watch and then Bluetooth headphones because it's yeah. the only way for some reason to make it work. You can't start your walking on your Apple Watch and have your headphones plugged into your iPhone for some bizarre reason. Um, so, yeah, I just, there's, you know, we will have a Fitness Plus review coming at some point in the future, but there's a lot of things that Apple need to fix first before implementing odd things like this. I, I do feel like, and I'm probably going to show my ignorance here, that the majority of people who have an Apple Watch, yep. an iPhone, and mm -hmm. Apple Fitness Plus probably have AirPods or Bluetooth headphones. I, I'm sure there'll be some that don't, but like... Yep. It is, I, I am for the majority probably do, but this, have, because how much is Fitness Plus? Uh, Nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, it's just. But you know, the they, flip they side is better. this already exists. It's called a podcast. That was yeah. I was going to say that because I just I love my podcast. I listen mm. to it nonstop. But they don't show you pictures. I'm not uh, listening to a podcast about a murder than a picture of a little. Yeah, true. Victim comes up. But, and how annoying would it be if you go for your walk and then you get back and you say, "Oh, I've got to stop my walking exercise now," which means I have to stop my story. But I'd quite like to listen, like to listen to the last five minutes well, that, of it. Yeah, that would be really annoying. It'll make you walk more. It will do unless it's you know snowy outside, which is not. Uh, moving on, Liam. So, final bit of news: one of my favourite games, the first Borderlands. Um, they're making a film, which I didn't realise. <laughs> I saw this news, I was like, oh, I didn't know they were making a film. But they're getting Kevin Hart to play a role in the lead of the Crimson Sun oh. in um, Borderlands. So I just thought nice. that's quite exciting. I've, it could be an amazing film. Yeah. Or more than likely, it's going to be awful. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm impartial to Kevin Hart. I don't really... I've seen him in Jumanji, I think. <laughs> Well, wow, so, story. I imagine, I imagine Roland to be quite tall as well, and Kevin Hart's what, quite short. So I suppose he's it's acting. a funny he thing, isn't it? Yeah, he can act tall. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of, I guess, we can close out on the fact: why are game films so bad? Like movies based oh, on games. It's because when you play a game, you are invested in being that character. Yeah, like I guess. You spend hours. A film's an hour and a half, <clears throat> at most three hours. Mm. When you play a game, you play for. 
20 to 30 hours and you get into that character. Yeah, and I suppose it's an easy cash grab. You stick a label on and go, look, you know, here's Resident Evil. It's got nothing to do with Resident Evil. No, but it's a zombie. I like the first one. And I actually, I think the second one's probably my favourite, even yeah. though it was stupid. Um, <laughs> but in like Monster Hunter, it's like we're going to slap the Monster yeah. Hunter label on it, have loads of Monster Hunter monsters in there, but it's not really related to your games. It's just so many no. things. And... and then but then the Witcher TV series, this is another argument for because you play for a while. It's mm. That was really good. It's more based on the books, but you spent. 10 episodes like so you spent 10 hours getting over character yeah, yeah i guess films are too short for it they mm-hmm. just don't like hash grab that's all it is yep yeah, fair enough so uh that's a, that's a lovely way to, to end, we end on a positive note we do what's your um favorite flavor ice cream i don't know but right now i have this really nice fudge it's uh, a custard cream homemade fudge and it is really nice it tastes like milky bar yeah. Looked really good, but picture yes. confused me. I thought either they were giant custard creams, or <laughs> like a perspective threw me off. Uh, my favorite ice cream, by the way, Sean, thanks for asking, is probably yeah. just Cornish, you know, just, you know, just Cornish. Okay. Fair enough. I think happy note to end on. Yeah, nice. So let us know in the comments what your favorite ice cream is. Um, we'll see if anyone's got any questions as we are closing down the show, by all means, throw them our way and we'll see if we can quickly catch those and answer them. Um, if not, we'll be back next Tuesday at 8 o'clock. We actually started on time this time. Yeah, no mm. tech issues. No that tech issues at all. We've, we've finally got this streaming stuff down. Which Do you is... think we could start, we could set up 5 minutes 8 next week or you'll mess up and we'll have to come in half an hour early? Let's not risk it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, let's, just, let's just start always coming at half seven. That's it. And wherever you are consuming the content, by all means, come across to our other channels as well. So if you're listening to this, we also have a lot of video format available on our YouTube page and our community is over on Facebook as well. So by all means, pop on over, chat with us live and catch the show that way. In the meantime, um, Salted Caramel by Chris. Sorry. Oh, salted caramel. Salted caramel. That took me oh, right off top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much. So, yes, as always, uh, thank you very much for watching or listening. We'll be back next week. Toodle poop. Bye. <laughs>